ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Remember 
what I'm praying for, my mind just goes blind. Oh, God, help me, help me pray the right way. Oh, God, help me wait on you. What is the best way to pray? this evening are you happy to be in the presence of God I believe that God is bringing great blessings into our lives and we will truly never be the same again amen tonight I want you to lift up your two hands and ask the Lord to take you to a new place in ministry. Ask him to take you to a new place in ministry. A new place in the ministry. 
ask the Lord to take you to a new place in the ministry. Move, move, move. Take me, Lord, to a new place. Take me. I thank you for where you brought me. Thank you for where I am now. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for where you are taking me. Thank you for where I ought to be in the ministry. Thank you for the efforts you are making to take me to the place of my blessing. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight I'm preaching on the final journey in the series I titled The Ten Journeys of a Mega Church Pastor. Mentioning a mega church pastor itself gives me a sense of a privilege to be the pastor of a lot of people. It gives, it conveys a sense of a great privilege God will give a person. If you ever find yourself pastoring something very big it is a very great privilege and God is raising every leader to be a leader of something very big and I really pray you know it is my privilege that everyone here will be a pastor of a large church yes your your ministry is incomplete if it is persistently small Every plan of God for your life is connected to the size of what you are doing. Anybody doing small things will experience 
very small outcomes. Anybody who allows the work he or she is doing to remain very small will not see the will of God. There's a certain level of the will of God for your life that is in what you are doing becoming big. If it's not big, you'll be doing it. But there is a lot of blessings you will never attain to. Because something that is big is different from something that is small. And there are people God anoints and God calls. But they are wicked. Don't be too quick to believe that you are not wicked. From the biblical standpoint, it's more likely you are wicked than not. Because the master gave one five. He gave another two. And another one. But among the three, two of them did well. The one who had five, the one who had two, multiplied it. But the one who had one, if you look at the story, the Bible says, he called his servants. So they were no strangers. They were trusted people. He called the servants. And he handed over some work to them. Now, three of them were given five, two, and one. But two of them doubled their work. They increased their work. Now, out of the three, one did not. But if you look at most of the people God uses, most people have one talent. Only one talent. Most people have very little. Few people have got a lot of talents. Hardly will you meet someone 
who can do this, that, that. They exist. But they are not many. Most of us here, what you have is very little. And it is the, those of us with little who are likely to become wicked. When you sit by a church which does not grow, you are wicked. When you sit by a center which does not grow, you are wicked. This, I'm talking, this is now, I'm not preaching, this is Bible. When something is given to you and the thing does not grow, the diagnosis is that you are wicked. And slothful, lazy. But you see, that wickedness will turn around to haunt you. Because as for the church, it's a church militant, it's marching on, with or without you, it's marching on. All of us have only been given a privilege to do something To arrange chairs, to carry chairs, to play instruments, to preach But God doesn't need you And remember that 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says that It is the work of the Lord Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And there's a salary to it. Even in their bank or in any place. Those who do more, always earn more. So if your outcome, your output is very little, you will get very little. So the work God has given you is actually something he has given you to use to pay you. So those who build big things enjoy a lot of things. Whether it is money, whether it is help, whether it is peace of mind, whatever. Everything they enjoy is big. Those people whose things are small never enjoy a lot of blessings. Always their things are small. Always their things are small. So, every pastor must try to make that journey. It's a journey. From little to a lot, it's a journey. From five members to 500, it's a journey. From one church to 3,000 churches, it's a journey. I was speaking to somebody recently. He said he inherited 15 centers. And he has moved it to 39 centers. It's a journey. Some also who are giving 15 centers. Over the same period, it becomes seven. And five. Till they are removed. So when you grow 
and you have been in the work for a long time you you lose compassion you don't worry yourself at all when people whatever happens because you will know you will know that people are actually wicked but they are walking about as singers they are walking about with titles as pastors reverends bishops instrumentalists but they are actually wicked they don't really think of god they don't really think of god but see the same person if i post here the data of some center leaders or regional heads you realize that the people whose things are not growing or who have nothing at all there's an area of their lives where they are getting things where they are being promoted yes you see somebody who can't find a soul but he can find a beloved yes he has a basenta and the basenta is finishing but he is able to find a beloved so, so when you are like that you are always very quiet and you are just watching because really life is a movie we are all watching we see how it ends mm. just. So, so I'm talking to you tonight to know just know I'm giving you information that you can be a wicked leader a wicked shepherd things are given to you but out of wickedness you never do the lord's bidding but you are able to do major things for your own life that's what has brought us here I pray that everyone here will out of love for God make that journey. So I was saying that when you don't take your time to build, to make sure your things grow, your center grows from 5 to 7 to 11, I mean you, you enjoy, like your joy, your joy is seeing the things grow. If you don't do that, the blessings that are in it for you will always never grow. Your blessings are proportional to the size of your work. The size of your work. Of course, those of us who work in the bank and who are doing our own businesses, so to hell with the ministry. I'm already, I, I mean, I, 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 I have money, I buy my cars and everything. And I, and I will say to you, good luck. Good luck. God wants us to move away from small, 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 small things. And the people whose things are small, 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 small are lazy and wicked. Lazy and wicked. 
wicked and slothful lazy and wicked and of course their place is outer darkness did you know that outer darkness is not in hell did you know that it's not when you say oh cast him into outer darkness it is a place in heaven yes it's not in hell i don't know i mean hell may be dark but there is enough fire to brighten hell i'm not sure i don't know i'm sure there are vessels to show that it's a dark place but there is enough fire to light up the place there's outer darkness is a certain place in heaven so so you see that all of us are in heaven through the ministry you have married i have married you have children i have children you have a job i have a job you have a house I have a house but somebody's marriage children job house is in the outer darkness part of the blessing so we are all blessed but you see that some people they, they are blessed but the thing is dark it's dark and, and, I, and I, I i see it small boy like me as in my lifetime i've seen it people who have it it's not like that like he never married or she never got a husband she never got a job she never gave birth no 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 no. she gave birth she had children but whatever she has is in darkness yes because the ministry is work and every work has a pay in every all labor there is a reward so if your work you are doing is small your 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 salary is small it is small which means that whatever good things there are to enjoy you never get a lot of it you never get a lot of it if it's happiness in marriage your happiness is very small That is why on this last and final day I pray that partakings, whatever I've given you to do, you grow it and not superintend over its collapse. Because, like I said, as you grow, you, you, you cease to have pity on people. Because you see, God, God's way of providing for us is to give us work. Yeah. Ghana government's way of providing for us is to give us work. God's way of meeting your needs is to give you work. Through the ministry, every need is met. The sheep are for your clothing, the goats are the price of the field. So when you meet people who don't want their things to be nice you have met somebody who will earn very little and and and, and i see people who earn very little in the church and sometimes you are tempted to take your own and give it to them 
but taking your own to give it to them never solved the problem of their smallness never just in case nobody has told you as we have been in this stage for this short time I've not had the time to tell you I'm telling you this evening on this final day that what you have is work and God will use it to pay you Amen. to pay you just watch out he will use it to pay you so those people like us who understand the dynamics of the ministry don't feel pity for some people just be in your life and just every Solomon said time and chance happen to all everybody has had a chance some of you have had a chance to come into full time ministry you rejected it has it never occurred to you to come to full time ministry sir? never it has never occurred to you it has never occurred to you I, I, I can't hear you it has never occurred to you it has occurred to you before yes time and chance happen to all all well since we are not hopefully not dying tonight I'm hoping that tomorrow we will be alive because we need to be be alive to fast tomorrow you can change from a wicked regional head to a kind regional head from a wicked basanta leader to a kind basanta leader kind to me no kind to yourself (laughs) me kind to me for what it's your life i pray that you will change from being a wicked center leader who thinks you are doing something for the church not knowing that you are doing it for yourself amen When you were having your wedding, all the things people did for you, all the, th- all the things you enjoyed from the church, did you enjoy things from the church, from people in the church? Yeah. It's because of what you have built. Another girl in the church will have a wedding and nobody, yes, nobody will mind her. So when, that, that is why I'm here. That's why I'm here. That's why next week I'm having a new life here. Next week, by this time, there'll be action here. Yes, tables and bells. There'll be action here. I, I want to build what God gave me, so that my my pay will be a lot. That's the way to go. It's amazing. As you are in the church, you see people, it's, it's almost like they are either deaf and dumb or they have got brain damage or some mental problem in the church. But see them at work. Or see them in another life. See them doing something else. Hey! They accomplish. They accomplish accomplishments. But come to the church. 
So today, I just want to share some things with you about a very important journey you need to take on your way. That is for the three of you who are interested. On your way to building a big church. That is if you are interested. On your way. As I said, and I've, I kept saying, this is not for, it's not a church planting or evangelism, or it's not even for the church establishment. It's for beginning, beginning of the church. Yes, the beginning of the church. So, The journey we are going to talk about tonight is the journey of fighting and building. Fighting and building. When you are building a church, you are building a center. You are building something. It's, it's, it's more than just putting people on a bus and bringing them to church. Yeah. It's more than just gathering people on a Sunday and taking pictures. When you are building, you are adding on, modifying, straightening, taking things off, Removing things, adjusting. I mean, when you are building something, your mind is on it. Your mind is on it. Your faculties are on it. You can't say you are building. I mean, this church we are building, we have been building for, for some time now. We've been breaking things. We break. We break and build and break again and build and replace. We are, we are, you see, if your mind is not on it, you may think building is just adding, adding, adding. So, so you can't say you are building a center when you are not removing people, changing people, adjusting things. Ah, even, even there are some rooms that the lights we put there. I've had to change the lights into lights which are brighter. When you are building, you, you are going to make changes. So, so when you are a leader and your things are just there, just there, just there, you never see the glory of God. Now, why does, I mean, how does fighting come into building how does fighting come into building turn your bibles to matthew chapter 16 take out your bibles matthew chapter 16 verse 18 
says, And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. In the Bible, there's only one place you find the phrase, the gates of hell. It's a phrase which is found only in one place. That place is Matthew 16, 18. And it is mentioned when the building of the church comes up. As soon as he said, and I will build my church, the next statement is like, it's like, if it was an estate, house number 11 is the building of the church, and 11A is the gates of hell. Wherever there is the building of a center, the building of a basenta, the building of a church, the next thing you should expect is not rosary or communion wine or anointing oil. The next thing around the building of a church is the gates of hell. Devils and satans. If you are not building a church and you are just supervising the existence of a church, if you are not building a center and you are just supervising somebody handed over a branch to you and you just took over as a branch pastor and you are just overseeing its existence, there is no discussion of the, of the gates of hell. One pastor held our book, Loyalty and Disloyalty. Say, ah, what book is this? What our loyalty? What type of strong message? What is loyalty in the church and so on? It, it is how you are managing the church and how you are building the church. That is why you need to preach about loyalty and disloyalty. Yes. But you see, that pastor who made that comment is a brand pastor of a church that is 500 years old. 500 years old. Yes. So he's just, he's just supervising the existence of a church. Just, you know, washing them with some messages. I mean, no matter, there's nothing they can do to let a church member leave. Nothing. Nothing. Four years, he'll be removed from there. Is it two years or four years? The other person will come. They also come. They are the other people. Who just Sunday, Monday, preach. They do their things and say say all the things, the prayers, and then they go. Next week they come. Those who will come will come. They, they, he has never even looked at attendance to see whether it is growing or it's not growing. Never. Church of Pentecost. One of our pastors met at Church of Pentecost uh, regional um, district uh, head, and he said he was going to have a camp. So he just, just a few days ago, he said, oh, what camp are you going to have? He said, oh, in this region, they check the data of the watch night services. And he has come to see that some of the churches, the attendance for 2018 watch night 
is more than the 2019 watch nights. So he has, so that is just yesterday's watch night service. So all the churches whose watch night attendance fell below um, 2018 are going for a camp. He's going to take, taking them for a camp. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> He's taking them for a camp. He's building. His, his mind is on figures. So, so if you are not building, and, and I'm hoping that all of you sitting here are actually building and not supervising the existence of a basenta, or you are just there managing a center you have inherited, or managing a brand, if you are building, see, please, the word is building. If you are not building, then this message I am preaching does not concern you. But if you are building something, your mind is on it, you want it to grow, you want it to shine, you want it to do well, then the next thing to expect is the gates of hell. That's a battle right there. And every shepherd who is interested in the well-being of a sheep will experience the gates of hell. Devils will always be released. As when, when your mind is just to be around and just to be around and just be there and just be there with a title and be there with names and so on, dresses and figures, and so you, are, you, are, you, are, you are a reverend, you are a pastor, just, just title holder. This doesn't concern you. Nehemiah says in chapter 4 verse 17 that those who built the wall and those who bear burdens Nehemiah 4 verse 17 those who built the wall and those who bore the burdens with those who laid it everyone with one of his hands wrought in the work and with the other hand held a weapon Nehemiah 417 that's a person who is building that's a person who is building not somebody who who is a watchman over a house a house which has been built or an uncompleted house and you are a watchman over the uncompleted house you don't need anything, any weapon. But those who are building, Nehemiah says that with one hand they built, and with the other hand they fought. With one hand they built, with the other hand they fought. Anyone here who is not ready to fight for what you are doing is not ready to be a pastor of a big thing anyone who is not ready to fight will surely be called a wicked person one day because if you are a shepherd a real shepherd no matter what you are 
if you are truly a real shepherd expect that you are going to fight devils and lions in your lifetime your 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 lifestyle will be a lifestyle turn your bibles to to um first chronicles first chronicles chapter 7 verse number 21 first chronicles 721 king james and zabad and zabad are you there and zabad his son and shutela his son and ezer and eliad whom the men of god that were born in that land slew because they came down to take away their cattle they, this is a list of people who were killed Zabad Shutela Eze and Eliad whom the men of God that were born in the land they slew these men the men of God killed Zabad they killed Shutela they killed Ezer they killed Eliad why? because they came down to take their cattle I'm happy that we are describing this, the men of God. Because if it was you, this verse would not be in the Bible. They came down. This work we are doing involves killing things. Cursing things. Yes. Same prayers that 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 make people have accidents. Praying prayers that make people children have cancers. If the cow is not for you, you will understand. If you have not built something that has raised cows, you you will understand. Ah, how? How can you kill human beings who have come to take an animal? How? 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 But you don't understand. I can't go for the people of God. I wish some of us had that mind. Kill a girl who wants to sleep with you to destroy your ministry. Kill her memory. Kill her presence in your life. Remove her. 
I wish some of you had the, the, the guts to slay a job. A job that is coming your way to try and reduce your ministry. A job that when you get, you can't be a shepherd anymore. I wish you had the tenacity to kill some things. But I don't blame you. You are a wicked person. The ministry is not in your heart. You just happen to be around. Some of you even, this evening, if you go home, there's nothing to do. That's why you've come here. Just to while away the time, meet friends. Some of you are here to collect your money from somebody who, who, who yeah. owes you. That's contract. Yeah. You slew them. If you want to leave this church, you can leave. You can leave. You want to leave this church? We were here and you came. We were here before you came. So if you want to go, you can go. But if you are going, don't take this girl with you. You will die like an animal in a, in a car accident. Anybody who carries my church member from here to another church, even if he's a soul that you want, Yes, because you want that soul under this commission. You want that soul in the name of of Lighthouse. If you are going, please go. Go! Anybody, you don't feel happy here? Please, don't come here on Sunday. Go! Find the church. Roman Catholic is there. Go. Good churches. But I'm just, if you are going, don't take him along. Yeah, because I will curse you. You will never do well. The sun will shine on you even in the dark. At midnight, the sun will be shining on you. You will never know peace. Wherever there was peace, that peace shall be removed. Amen. Zabad Ezer whom the men of God slew because they came for their cattle. cattle if you like use your life as an example and try it try it You should be here on Sunday to see me sweating. You don't come here on Sunday. That's why you don't know. See, I see him sweating. Fighting. Meetings. People that could have become friends with. Because of church, you are no more friends. Quarreling, fighting. Just to fill the chest. And you are going away with my church member. Then you don't know what you are doing. Then, then in your mind, your life will end in a week. Yes. But if in your mind your life has got 50 more years, you won't do what you are doing. You won't do what you are doing. You won't do what you are doing. So, my dear, 
let people if you were a true shepherd like David said thy son looked after the sheep and the lion came and I slew it a bear came and I slew it you sit there and share your members whom the men of God slew kill them human life for a cow you try it because what you may not know is that the cow is the reason why they are alive Why do you think Fulani headsmen have guns and they are running rampage? They are ravaging his villages. It's their lives. You won't give me a place for my cows to eat. I'll kill you. So, so you may see a cow, but he is seeing his life. You may see a church member, but I am seeing my house, my car, my children's school fees. It's the one you are taking away. You will die like a dog on the road. Treasure. So by this, I'm releasing you to play with your church. To play with your center. Go to town, visit churches and just share your members to them. And see how your life will become. Whom the men of God slew. When they came down for their cattle. You may think it's a cow. You may think it's just a sheep. If you take my sheep, it means you are removing my underwear. Yes, the sheep is my underwear. The sheep, the shirt I'm wearing, it's, it's a shirt, you can look at the, my, my sheep gave it to me. So if you take that sheep away, you have taken my shirts. You want me to be walking in town bare-chested, and God would not like it. So you may think, oh, it's a member, but it's not just a member. It's my shirt. You are taking my shirt away. You want to naked me. Yeah, you want to naked me. <laughs> You may say, oh, is this a member? Is this a new, uh, new believer? Or oh, what is this? I, I want their souls. No, no, no. You want them because of the anointing I am carrying. If you like, you go on your own and see the barrenness you are going to see there. You're taking my sheep, you want to naked me? You want to naked me? So, I just want us to end the service because we are fasting tomorrow. We are going to pray. So I want to give you seven fights you must fight. Number one, you must fight to obey God. Yes, fight to obey God. Because it is in obeying God that you will see the good things in the ministry. Isaiah 1.19 Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. Fight to obey God. Because the devil knows that it is in obeying God that you will eat the good of the land. You don't eat the good of the land by going to school. 
don't eat the good of the land by looking handsome and wearing nice clothes. The Bible prescribes the, the exact medicine you must take to eat the good of the land. If ye be willing and obedient, you eat the good. There is good here. There is good in Amrahia. Yes. There is good in Sasabi. There is good in OEB. You can build a 500 member church that comes here to gather on Sunday at OEB. But because of your disobedience, you are left with only 23 members. When you get 30, it's like you are a man of God. When you find people whose things are not growing, who are not seeming to get a certain type of members to do the work with, look deeply. They are disobeying commandments. Yes. If ye be willing and obedience. It is willingness that has brought us here. Oh, we all want to serve God. But it's not just being willing. It's by a readiness to pay the price. Obedience is paying what is necessary. It's not very easy. There are things you want to do what is right. Romans chapter 7, verse 18. Try and find it. Romans 7, verse 18. It says, for I know that in me, that is in my flesh. Romans chapter 7, verse 18. I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present. Did you see willingness? It's not enough to be willing. You can be willing. For to will, I have the willingness. I will. I want to do it. For to will is present. The desire to build the church. The desire to start the church. The desire to plant the church. The desire to have the crusade. The willingness to flow is there. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I will do not, that I will do, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that is what I do. Yes. You wouldn't wake up to pray, but you wake up to watch pornography. So, so it's not about waking up. The good that I would, I do not. But the evil that I would not, that I do. Oh, now if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Verse 21. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. Konisatola. That's the story we all have. He says, for to will, the willingness is there. The willingness, I want to do it. Will you go? I will go. You know the man who had two sons? 
He told one to go. He said he will not go. Later he went. And he told one to go. He said he will go. Later did he go? No. Willingness is not enough. Being willing to be a shepherd is not enough. Being willing to be a pastor is not enough. Being willing to build a center is not enough. There's also something called to perform. It's not easy. Because there is a law in your members. Paul said, this is is Paul. This is Paul. There's a law in me. The law of sin. It's not a small thing. So many of you, you confuse your willingness with obedience. You think you're obedient, but you're not obedient. You are only just a willing shepherd, a willing center leader. I called you to start. You went to start. So far in the church, maybe it's only Pastor Kinsey's wife who has told me that she won't do. Only one person. I don't know who else has told me I won't do. I mean, it's going to be you. I won't do. And you are there smiling and happy, fanning themselves, but they won't do. Yeah. And they are there, and we are watching them. But even Susan Dickens, she said she won't do, but later she did. This one said she would do, but she didn't do. The next later, as about why won't you say I won't do? I said I would do that in my mind. Can I kill you? So we are watching. Yes. What, what does it say? Verse 15. It says, What I don't understand about myself is that I decide one way and then I act another, doing things I absolutely despise. Verse 16. So if I can't be trusted to figure out what is best for me and then do it, it becomes obvious that God's command is necessary. Verse 17. But I need something more, for I know the law but still can't keep it. And if the power of sin within me keeps sabotaging my best intentions, I obviously need help. Verse 18. I realize that I don't have what it takes. I can will, but I can't do it. Verse 19. I decide to do good. But I really, I don't really do it. I decide not to do bad, but then I do it anyway. Verse 20, my decisions, such as they are, don't result in actions. Something has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. Verse 21, it happens so regularly that it is predictable. The moment I decide to do good, sin is there to trip me up. Listen. Listen, this evening, uh, just look at my sweaty face. I'm telling you, over 98% of you here are only willing people. Only a sprinkling of you have obedience. I'm afraid for you because God brought you here to bless you he gave you this work to do to be blessed 
But the, what you don't know to do is to obey. How is it possible that somebody can listen to a message you are listening to and grow his church from 100 to 500? But you, yours is decreasing. And you are, in, you are here every time. Every service. I know here every service. I know here every Sunday, Sunday, Wednesday, dawn, you are sitting here. Yeah. But what do you have to show? Apart from the title of a pastor. Nothing. But you are wrong. Willing, willing. Uh, maybe, maybe you don't know what it takes to come to church here. On a Tuesday evening, you must be very willing to come here. And look at you. You have come. It is not a small thing. Willingness can easily deceive you to think that you are obedient. That's why we don't have to argue about obedience. Because it's the fruits that are there. The good of the land. If you have it, then you are obedient. Anything short of the good of the land makes you disobedient. And I'm saying again, maybe I didn't say it well because of how the school I went to. I'm just saying that oh, close to 100% of you here are willing. Willing. Willing to flow. Ah, in case you want to know about willingness, turn to the center leader's page and see well noted. Turn to the original head page and say, Bishop, we are pulling. This is the last time. If only you will see obedience as your problem and fight it. You'll be great. That's why you must fight. It's not, it's not having a good feeling or being excited or being willing. Or, no, it is the doing thereof. Luke 16, 16 says, The law and the prophets were preached until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God is preached and every man present. Everybody is present. Everybody is present. I spoke to a young boy. Young man, or is he a boy or a man? I said, How many centers do you have in your region? 39 centers. That person told me, he said, where I stay, I stay in a place where the pastors of another church live there. The pastors of another church live there. And sometimes I am in my room reading and I hear your voice, my voice, my, me, Francis, my, me, my voice. 
from different rooms. So sometimes, ah, am I dreaming? So he gets up and goes from door to door. This one is listening to me. This one is listening to my podcast. This one is listening to my podcast. And he himself is in this, is in this room soaking my podcast. They are using it to build 40 centers. You are sitting here with how many centers? Disgraceful. Disgraceful. A lot of the running around we do are not necessary. If only you will obey. Saul was told by Samuel to obey is better than all the sacrificial things you are doing. A lot of the sacrifices, stretching yourself, making a way, doing this, making moves. And so it's all not like if you were just to go back to the WhatsApp page and look at the things which have been put there to do. You won't need a lot of sacrifices. You know why you would use your money to buy? And you have no money now to buy shoes. Do you know why you use your money to buy and the, your head hairstyle you did six months ago is still on? It's like you are sacrificing your money to buy. But if you had just obeyed, you'd have had the members to pay. Hey! Fight to obey. Fight it. It's too much. We are fighting. Obedience is the hallmark of our greatness. Once you do, you are on. Read the books, the things are there. Read mega church, the things are there. But you will not do. They said, did we not strictly command you that you should not teach in his name? And behold, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God than men. Did we not tell you not to preach in this name? Turn around. Didn't we warn you last week that you shouldn't go and preach? You are filling Jerusalem with heresies. And Peter turned. Said, You yourself should tell me. You yourself answer me. Between God and you, who should I obey? I will obey God rather than you. I'll obey. You are a big disgrace. This work we are doing, you see, one of the things that is happening is that also we are not even excited to do it. Because I will say that with joy we dwell from the well. You see me preaching. You see, oh, this man, I'm very sure the offerings go to his house. Yeah. When you see me preaching, I, I, I must be doing, I, I, mean, I, I must be benefiting from something. I mean, I, it can't be that it's just a pastor who is preaching. With a 400 Ghana city salary. It's, it can't be. There must be something in it for me. Of course, there is something in it for me. Yeah. But not what you are thinking. 
That's why when I get mine and I see you don't have it, there's no feeling in me to give anything to you. Be there, wicked man. Did we not charge you? That you should never preach. Didn't we tell you that never do outreach when you are in your period? Did we not tell you that because of the marital issues you are having, don't move about and build centers? Didn't we say that because of your back pain, you shouldn't go and preach? You should just have a road from the car park to the pulpit to preach. Ah. Excitement. I'm excited. Guys. I'm excited. Some of you, anything that blo- you are here because nothing blocked you. But some are here because they have overcome a blockage. To obey God. I'm telling you. So because of you, people don't want to become center leaders. Because they've seen how you have become poor by being a center leader. Mm. They knew you. We're all in this. This is our church. We all know ourselves. We know how you were dressing, your watch, your slipper. Since you became a center leader, your hairstyle has changed. You have cut your hair. We've not seen you buy any new dress since then. So, because of you, he will never, if this is how Bacenta leaders suffer, never. You sacrifice, some of you have even borrowed people's money. Sacrificing! But Samuel told Saul, shut up, you idiots. Away from the throne. You will never sit on this chair again. Why? Because you are into sacrifices for people to see that you are, you are using your... After, I said, you don't need to use... So what is what's, what's here? I told the brother, I said, if by next year you are not building, I will sack you. I mean, did God call you to the ministry to make you a poor man? But you will never obey. We have put down BBIJ campaign. People are using it. One sister uh, uh, at the Kodesh, you, I don't know how she got hold of the document. She used, one day she was in the bank, somebody gave her 10,000 CDs to us. How many CDs? 10,000. Wow. But you will not do it. So you are using your money. So it's like you are sacrificing. Sunday morning, by the time you come to church, your white set is becoming brown. Sweat marks in your armpit. Praise and worship hasn't started. Because you are everywhere. Going to Efforts house. Going to Master's house. Rachel. Gifty. Papa come me bring that guy. You are everywhere. It's like you are the one sacrificially working. Meanwhile, if you had obeyed, you could even be in church. And mobilizing would be done for you. To obey. Look, at the base of greatness is obedience. Any time, listen to me, any time it occurs to you that you are sacrificing something, stop and ask yourself, is there an instruction I'm not obeying? We have to go home. Number two, Shotaba. Fight to spend time in God's presence. 
fight fight to spend time in God's presence Abba Moses told God if your presence does not I mean, so, 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 so you still don't read your Bible and you don't know that important people far more important than you and all your family members put together needed God's presence In Revelations 18 verse 1 And after these things I saw another angel Revelations 18 verse 1 I saw another angel Come down from heaven Having great power I'm sorry for shouting Shout Michel And the earth was lightened with his glory. <laughs> Having great what? Yeah. Where you came from determines the power you wield. That's why when Gabriel stood in front of me, he said, I am Gabriel. I came from somewhere. When you've come from watching a movie, there's, there, there's a power you wield. When you have come from watching pornography, there is a power you will. When you have come from doing nothing, there is a power you will. But this angel, he came down from heaven. Where you come from, eh? it determines what power you have. The angel came down from heaven. Where do you come from? Now on Sunday morning, regional heads, four o'clock. We pray out till 8 o'clock. If you're a man with testicles, lie in bed and sleep, something that will happen to your, to your left leg, you won't believe it. Tomorrow we are fasting. If, you like, if you're a man, eat. If you're a man, eat. Prove that you're a man by eating. I saw an angel come down from heaven, having great power. When he says go, they go. When he says sit down, they sit. Say, come, they come. Abba! Where do you come from? You, you will give up anything. You will give up prayer to do anything. You will give up a time to read the Bible. Some of you have bought Macarius's. You have not even removed the rubber on it. It is sitting in, on, in your divider. You have added it to your, to your old glasses. A basenta leader is a pastor. A central leader is a pastor. What do you have? I mean, what, what power are you using to do this work? And your members are demanding any 
demand a member places on me, I'm able to meet it. Any demand, whether it's wisdom or strength or guidance, whatever, by the grace of God, I meet them because I have it. I have it. In fact, sometimes my problem is even how much to give because it can confuse you. What I have to give here, you can't handle it. If I, if I download one, you won't go home. You will follow me to my house. <laughs> what do you have? So we are presiding over collapsing everything. Members are into pornography, masturbation, don't come to church. You've come to sit here as service for leaders. You, you, you don't even know if any of the people under you came here. You just come because obey power. You do you lack power. You lack power to call people. If I don't see you in church, you can't do it. Can you do it? Because the power you need, you only get it from the presence of God. And that is where you don't want to go. You want to be in the bank. You want to be in the university. You want to be in town. You want to visit your beloved. You want to be in your bedroom. Few people come from the presence of God. I am Gabriel. What I'm saying will surely come to pass because I came from the presence of God. Can you say it? Nonsense. Are you here? Yes. I want to go home. Should I close the door? You are healing us. In Acts when there was pressure to feed widows. And don't mess with widows. Widows, I mean, anybody who plays with widows is playing with God. Yes. If God has any bias, his bias is towards widows and the fatherless. You mess with widows. And the apostles were faced with the problem of feeding widows. Can you imagine? If I had that problem, I would abandon everything because I know how God's wrath can come upon a man who doesn't care for widows. But not Peter. He said, look for some of the shepherds to go to the dining room. But we, we, we will give ourselves, our work, is prayer and the ministry of the word. Thank you. Fight to wait on God because where you come from matters a lot. <laughs> Even in this world, where you come from matters a lot. In Ghana, where you come from, matters a lot. Depending on which uh, 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 political party is in power, where you come from, matters a lot. Maziado Zandakata, Sanusi Bazata, where you come from, matters a lot. Put 
people with American and British and EU passports are talking, you have come with your contumely. Contumely. Where do you come from to preach on Wednesday evenings? Where do you come from? That's why we are now fasting on Wednesday. So at least you can come from a certain presence. It matters where you come from. You see the audacity with it I'm preaching? I'm from somewhere. matters where you come from. I'm from somewhere. The visions I have. I have to control myself. You try me. Joke with me. You will see what you, you were not meant to see. I'm not a small person at all. So, oh, won't you take your time? The way you are talking, they will not like you. You will like me? <laughs> You'll be forced to like me. You can't do without me. You cannot. You will like me? <laughs> what are you doing to yourself? You are setting me aside to do what? <laughs> to do what? Rather, you should admire my audacity. So when a man comes to you and is holding your breath, you slap him. Do you know where? Because you hate me and you have not, you don't like somebody with strength. So stop it. You love me, you want to marry me next year, you are touching my breast out of this house. Get out! You don't do that. You say, oh, wait and let me go and wear a nicer bra. <laughs> Many of you, you are not in charge of your domain. Confusion in your center, confusion in your bus center. It's only on Sunday morning you take a bus to go and bring people. You have no power. We will give ourselves to prayer. No wonder they looked at them and said, no, no, these people are different. You watch it. This year, we are giving ourselves to prayer and the ministry of the word. Believe me, don't clap. Believe me, tonight church service may be the last in the year. This church service you're having, if you see one again on Tuesday, then I do, I'm sure God can speak. I'm sure God can speak. Some of the weeks will fast on Tuesday and Wednesday. Like this evening, we'll you won't come. Ah, don't do that. You'll hurt yourself. Why? Because we need power. 
We need power to call our members. Come. We need power to gather our members. Yeah. And that power comes from waiting on God. They that wait on the Lord. Sorry for shouting. I'm, I'm, I'm getting worked up. I'm, I apologize. They that wait. Let me speak softly. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Strength to gather them. Come together. Let's go. Come on. That's why some guys never get women to marry. Because women need men of authority. Not men who shout and beat. No. Authority. So we are going. You are there. You and your wife, the only difference is that you have got testicles. Both of you are pregnant. Can I go on? Or we should go and come back next week? There's no next week. Number three. Fight stagnation. Fight stagnation. And build bigger and bigger congregations. Write it down. Write it. Your toilet men and women, they must be more. How many did I give you? Eleven. By the time this year ends, there should be fifty. Whenever you see that your things like recently, I saw that my attendance was stagnating. The fight in me came out. I can't. There's something I can't just sit down and watch my numbers plateau. I will arise and build. Okay. But you, you sit there. Things are going down. Things are finishing. You are just there because you are essentially a wicked person. Thou slothful and what? They are not my words. They are not my words. When you see, that's why you don't fill forms for me. Go back to your data and look. Never allow things to stagnate. Nothing done by God stagnates. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. Your church should be new. There should be something new about what you are doing. Not sitting down phlegmatically and having predictable tests. We know that by this time we are singing. You can't come to this church and predict a church service. You go, who are you? <laughs> Bring excitement. Stir it up. Stir your center up. Stir yourself up. Stir your ministry up. Stir your church up. Stir it up. Don't allow things to just be there. Deuteronomy chapter 3 verse 2. He said, you have gone round this mountain long enough. I like the way the, the 
the living bible put it tld look at it tld says you have stayed here long enough turn northwards tell anybody don't stay at one place long for too long for too long ask him how long have you been where you are now ask him Ask him, your attendance, for how long have you been where you are? Ask him. You have, say, say, you have stayed here long enough. Tell anybody, it's enough. Set yourself up. time is coming if you don't have a center you can't sit on the stair people have sat here before always ask yourself when you sit someone ask yourself where are those who were sitting here before I came we are not using muscles to sit here you wait number five number five Number what? Four. Fight to establish your members in the Lord. Fight. The fact that somebody is a Christian does not mean he's established. He's merely waiting for a wind to blow. Fight. Never assume that your members are established. It's not enough to be a Christian. It's not enough to be born again. If your member comes to stand here and raise the hands, don't be too excited. That may be his last Sunday. How many of you have seen some before? They came and got born again and that was the last Sunday. I'm very sorry I'm shouting. I, I, I want to apologize. I'm very sorry. I'll control myself from now on. How many of you have seen it before? Your member came, you got born again. You were happy that your member has come. Yeah. Since then. Since then. Since then. Why? Why? Because of the type of father you are. Because of the type of mother you are. You are not the type who fights who are phlegmatic sitting there. Galatians 4 19. Read it. Galatians chapter 4. Verse what? 19. My little children. Note it. My little children. They are born again. They are in the Lord. They are in church. My what? Little children. Don't be fooled by little children. He said, Of whom I travail in bed again until Christ is formed in you. 
some of you were under the impression that movie is for the centers and basentes and moon is for the strong christian academy not so in the church if you are a center leader first two weeks movie next two weeks moon you yourself now our tidal waves before we have a swollen sunday we are going to have tidal waves our tidal waves waves it builds it builds it builds and we swell those waves are now the focus if you are a man play with a swollen sunday i mean you play with it swollen sunday it, it will come back it will come on later on before that swollen sunday we'll be having salvation sunday they are our tidal waves and if you have you especially play with it i will suck you you watch it play with me try it try it salvation sunday the first two weeks sorry next two weeks ending up in what will you play with it for salvation Sundays when we publish it if you like joke with it no matter who you are I'll clear you believe me try it try it we have played long We are building something for ourselves and anyone who does not feel that you were meant to be a part of this army you are free to step aside Sunday, try it. It's coming on like your period every month. Every month.
And now God has given me the clear word. He said, watch me build. See, I should watch him build. I will set you aside. There are some of you who have a mind that you can't be removed. That's the problem. You have a mind that... Members are listening to unbeliever music. Christians are fornicating. Your members don't read their Bibles because of a leader like someone like you. I don't know where you got that idea from. That SCA were those doing Salvation Sunday. Really. I'm very sorry for giving that impression to you. Try and get the message I preached last Sunday. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Colon. You will not serve your enemies. Don't play. Actually, let me finish. Number what? Number five. Number five says, fight to be anointed. Fight to be what? Elisha was told by Elijah, You have asked, Second Kings chapter 2, verse 10, he said, You have asked for a very hard thing. You should have even asked for my wife. Anointing. It's not possible. Nevertheless, if you see me, I'm having a feeling. He said, What you have asked for, can I have my. Oh, it's here, sorry. He said, What you have asked for is very difficult because. That is the reason why most people don't do it in the ministry because most people are not anointed because they don't want to pay the price, they don't want to fight. Anointing is fought for. Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm very fine. (laughs) Watch it. 
the people who are anointed like Elisha they fight oh can I tell you something anybody who is your pastor you have a responsibility to carry twice his anointing yes when, when your pastor when I die we are expecting two times of what I have over your life that is twice the anointing and some of you don't even have anointing let alone multiply it by two so you're, you're only zero times two let me tell you something there is something called the battle for the double portion it's a battle it's a battle and Elisha battled for it want to fight he fought Elisha fought for the anointing Elijah told him that if you see me what you are what you are asking for is very difficult but you can be anointed but only if you're able to see me that is if you can see me when I'm leaving that is you must follow me your eyes must be on me until the day I'm leaving if you are there when I'm leaving you have it. Did he have it? And Elisha was didn't know that he was going to fight in four places. The first place he was going to fight was a place called Gilgal. He fought Elisha in Gilgal. Elisha said, I'm going to visit somebody at Gilgal. Wait for me. Elisha said, you lie bad. Have you forgotten you told me that if I see, what if you vanish in Gilgal? You lie bad. What is Gilgal? Gilgal, so, so, so. This, this thing I'm saying It happened four times In Gilgal In Bethel In Jericho And In um, Bethel, sorry In Bethel, in Jericho And in Jordan Now Gilgal Means Gilgal is a place of circumcision It's a place of circumcision. If you read the account in Joshua 4. It is the pain of sacrificing. Cutting away of the flesh. The painful cutting away of the world. Painfully cutting away things you love is your Gilgal. He battled at Gilgal. Anybody who will be and you fight, you, you, you can't do ministry with a PhD, you can't do ministry with a law degree, you can't do ministry with a medical career, you can't do ministry with a master's degree. You do ministry with the anointing. anointing. 
anointing. And to have the anointing, you must fight in four places. One is Gilgal, that is a place where people are circumcised. The skin on their penis, they, they use blade. It's like you are sharpening a pencil. Painful. Removal of things. Cutting your, the world away. You must fight to remove songs from your phone. You must fight to remove certain friends from your life. You must fight to remove certain things, certain habits, laziness. You must fight it. Fight it. You see, everybody has a Gilgal to battle his Elijah. You can't follow Elijah if you don't learn to fight in Gilgal. Fight for Gilgal. Fight to be there. Fight to be at the place of circumcision. Oh, can you imagine? Me, me my best people are the ladies who... But it's your boyfriends who are worrying you. They can't let you do well. If the ladies were to rise up, we'll see big things in the church. But the men who are chasing you won't allow you. If no man is chasing you, then you are, you are a witch yourself. I mean, you could be a pastor of 200 people. You receive what? And the, and the, and the thing is that you, you don't want to cut off things. Another meaning of a Gilgal, Gilgal is a place where manna ceased. Gilgal is a place where the manna ceased. It's a place where supernatural provision stops. Where it's like people do things for you, they buy macaros for you, they buy books for you, they bring you to church. Gilgal is a place where those things people do for you freely stop and you feed yourself. Anybody here who is looking up to somebody to buy you a Bible, to buy it's new convert. You will never be anointed. Do you think I'm sitting here looking for somebody to come and teach my members? When was the last time you, 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 you saw a visitor here? I feed myself. And is it working? It's working. Even though you can't be a shepherd, it's just working. Others are rising up. Sitting here with muscles. The place where the manna ceased. You, you can't be here and people are always dashing you Bibles, bringing you to church, helping you to do this, buying you a brazier, buying you shoes, buying you underwear, somebody's giving you money. No, in, in, in Gilgal, there's nothing like somebody is giving you. You fight for BBIG yourself. How do you think we built what we have here? By finding the money to build this, my anointing is going up. The next place you fight for the anointing is Bethel. Bethel is a place which takes you further away from your vision. If you look, if you look at the map of Israel and you look at Jordan, where they were eventually going to go, and Bethel, Bethel moves it's, it's, it's away from Jordan 
That is, you must be ready to move away from your vision. The people who are anointed are those who allow themselves to move away from their vision. To move away from the type of man she would have loved to marry. To move away from the place she would have loved to live. To move away from the number of children she would have loved to have. When you are not ready to move away from your vision, you can't be anointed. Bethel is geographically away from Jordan. Those who don't do well are those who stick to their vision. I want to be a plumber for life. Ah, if I was sticking to my vision, I won't be here. That's why I can, I can tell you confidently, I am anointed. But you can't say it. Because you are pursuing your plan. Yes. You are, you are on your way to Switzerland. Not so. Yes. That's your plan. Go. <laughs> Go. You see, so, so there are people, they have their plans. Oh. They, are, they, are just, they are just looking for the opportunity. It's like, it's like um, um, surface. Surface. A surfer is there with his board. You may think he's doing nothing. He's waiting for a wave that is coming to pass. Abba. Once he sees the wave, no. away, away. Some of you girls should have married by now. The man you should marry is here. He has proposed twice. You bounce because you are looking for a tall man with size 45 shoes. Listen to me. I can't. I don't know many things. I can't tell you much. But anybody who is not prepared to move away from his vision will never be anointed by God. Anybody who is anointed for ministry, anointed by God, has moved away from his original vision. That's why when you see people like us, we look like idiots to you. We look like school dropouts. Even the way I dress, like somebody who was sacked from a job. That you are a noble brother. Bethel is a place where you encounter God personally. Jacob encountered God personally. Oh, help me, Jesus. The name of the place where Jacob encountered God personally was called Beth. Originally, it was called Luz. To be anointed, you fight. You fight to meet God personally. Not when the church is fasting. Not when we are having a prayer meeting. Even when you are, you are fasting, you won't get up and pray. Bethel is a place where you encounter God. Not through members. Not like a corporate meeting of God. Personally. When was the last time you were waiting on God? When was the last time you heard the voice of God? When was the last time God instructed you? When was the last time God spoke to you about your work? Abba. When? When was the last time God spoke to you about your work? When? What's your name? Person, when was the last time God spoke to you about your work? 
somewhere last year. Krakutaba. Kayama. The next place you fight is called Jericho. The symbolic meaning of Jericho. It's a place of war. A place of war. The place where Joshua fought his first battle. You don't want to fight. You want to be a nice brother. You want to be a nice sister. You always want to look nice. Elijah told Elisha, I'm going to Jericho. Wait for me here. He said, you are lying bad. You lie bad. There are many things in the ministry, if you don't fight, and I see people who don't want to fight. No, no, no. They won't fight. They will fight for something else. Hey, you should see skills. How to get a beloved. How to choose a beloved. How to spot a beloved. But they cannot spot a member. They cannot spot a soul. Ah! When I'm sacking you, I clear you. Because you are a wicked person. And the last place is Jordan. Jordan is a place of alertness. Elisha was alert when Elijah was taken away. He was alert. It's a place of becoming a son. You fight till you are a son. You're not a son because you call somebody daddy. Calling me daddy doesn't make you a son. Any more than calling me chimpanzee makes you a little monkey. Calling somebody daddy doesn't mean you are a son. You fight. Bishop was preaching on Sunday. He said, a son looks like his father. What about you looks like me? What about you? Looks like a lighthouse pastor. A church which has branches, which has crusades, which does outreaches. A church where... What, what about you? When was the last time a branch came from you? When was the last time you had a crusade? When was the last time you did something that is done in lighthouse? You are a barren, emasculated, atesticular male. You are an Enoch. No wonder even your face is becoming round. Unicoid features. Number what? What's number one? What's the first fight you must fight, mommy? Fight to do what? Fight to obey God. Number two? Fight to spend time in God's presence. Number three is what? Fight against what? Stagnation. And what? And build bigger and bigger congregations. Never settle for numbers which never see an ascending trend. Number four is what? 
try to establish them. My little, my little children, of whom I do what? Travel. I push. I press until Christ is formed. Our members need Christ to be formed in them. Having a member who gets born again does not mean Christ is formed. You fight. Fight to get them to read their Bibles. Fight to get them to attend prayer meetings. Fight to drag them to retreats. Fight. Number what? Five is what? Fight to be anointed. Number six. Fight for your place. Fight for your place. Acts one twenty. For it is written in the book of Psalms, let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein, and his bishopric let another man take. Some of you sitting here, somebody will take your bishopric. Very soon, you will not have that privilege you have in this church. Very soon, you will become ordinary. You see, people don't value what they have. That's the summary of this point. Most people don't value what they have. You see it by the, the type of energy they have for what they must do. And you compare it to the energy they have for something else. So it was said of Judas that in Acts 170, he said he was numbered with us. He was with us. And he had a part of this ministry. But his problem was that he loved money. So he purchased a field with the reward of iniquity. I'm sure some of you think reward of iniquity is going to sleep with somebody's husband and getting money to buy bag and shoes. Some of you think the reward of iniquity is going to steal somebody's money to buy something. The word iniquity means a departure. A departure. Just a departure from a, from, from, from a point. Some of you, your iniquity is your love for your job. Which has drawn you away from the ministry. That's your iniquity. It's a it's a departure. You have you have erred away from. Anything you love strongly can let you. I was I, I was going to America strongly, but God had mercy on me. many of you, you will sacrifice your place for anything. I told the sister, I said, you are a lady pastor. You could be a lady pastor. But you want where there's happiness, 
want to have your children you want to have your husband you want to drive your car when you come your hair is long and you just shake it so the sister has come and it's just taking fans and uh, it's just just a place where you don't suffer but you get it and judas was like that he had the place but while others were selling their boats, leaving things, he was in there stealing the offerings. It wasn't too long. But you see, I want to end by telling you that you initially, if you looked at it, you may think that Judas didn't care. But he cared. Yes. The writer of Hebrews chapter 12 He said when he lost it We are not told in the gospels But the writer of Hebrews says that when he, when he was removed When he lost his place, Judas He looked for it with tears But it was never given to him I'm letting it now I'm letting it now If you are not careful Anybody sitting here If you lose the place you have I want to promise you you will never have it in the church you may get it in a branch here in the church especially when you are given multiple opportunities forget about it be very careful when I tell you that we are having Salvation Sunday. I want this number from you. If you must pay footballers, pay them to come here. Because if 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 you don't meet my targets, you will meet my rats. That's why we are now seriously into prayer for God to help us. The scope of the battle has changed. That's why I'm preaching this message. Hold your chair. Hold your chair. Hold on tight. In this particular era, if you are bumped off, but thank God, honey, that we, are, we have a big church with so many things to do but you will never come back to this place be very careful I mean you be careful I've had a chat today with a lady the chat we've had if it was last year or some time ago after just four back and forth, I would have changed my mind. No more. No more. When you are out, you are out. But I'm saying that we have a good church because there are many things to do. Scrubbing toilets, cleaning the... I mean, are, we even need grounds prefects. To, to, to supervise cleaning of the place and so on. 
but that service you are having if i remove you from there somebody is coming to replace you a younger person is coming for you oh sit down sir but i'm just saying to you that you may feel you don't care but you will care It's okay. When I was giving the porridge away, oh, is, uh, what is porridge? We are, we are, we are, we, uh, what? Uh, is it, what is right? Look, I have my mouth is white. Give me porridge to drink. What is what? Birthright. Take the birthright. Give me the house of cocoa. He drank the porridge. It's, it's, it's not really porridge. It's a bowl of vegetable soup. It's like pottage. He drank it. When he finished, always, always, when you finish sleeping with the woman, you say, ah, what have I done? Because as soon as you finish, you realize that it's never the same again. What have I done? What have I done? What is this? What is this? So he ran back to beg. Please, I've got a, a sack of millet. Please get it and give me back myself. It's not possible. Is that trash? Be careful. In this church, Salvation Sunday is wilder than Swollen Sunday. Because that is what determines our soul in Sunday. I will interpret anybody, any basanta leader I give a target to, choir, whatever, anybody who plays with it, I will interpret it as, a, as an expression of your hatred for me, no matter what you've done for me. That's my interpretation. And you will not be. Even if you will be, maybe I'll make you a basanta leader. But you will never be where you were. You try it. Try it. I'm talking about a fight for your place. Yeah. People fought for their place. Joseph fought for his place. He fought it. Daniel fought for his place. That people, what they have is so important for them. Uh, to them, they fight. Say, never. I will never leave this place. I will stay here. But some, the slightest provocation. Then, when they are removed, a girl was fooling with a, a young man. You know, this type of phlegmatics that a woman can just play, play them like football. She said, I'm leaving a relationship, and she'll come, I'll leave. Then she told the guy, I, I'm walking out. And the guy sent me a text. Uh, uh, Betty says that he wants to come back. I said, oh, that's fine. I will back any decision you take. That's, that's fine. Then today, the lady came. I said, Bishop, I, I, I would like to say your place. 
Say, I have a place. Say, I have a place. Your place, eh? Some of you, your place is not just a place in this church, but it's a place by your pastor, in your pastor's heart, around a certain... If you... you, 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 you I don't want to use English to say it. I wish I could speak French. Be very careful. Those of you who suffer from familiarity... She came and said, oh, uh, B- Bishop, um, I want to see you just five minutes. I said, five minutes? I don't have five minutes. Just say what you want to say. So, you know about my, my relationship with Francis, and I just, um, you know, it wasn't, I didn't really mean to leave that. I said, hey, please, do you want to go back? So, we are even talking. I said, oh, that's fine. Anything you want to do, just do it. I will back it. But I want to tell you that you have thought carefully and realized that if you don't marry this phlegmatic, no man will marry you. That's why you are coming. Oh, I say, hey. I said, if the guy was, you know me, I would have told you. I said, you are looking for sperms. I told her, I said, you are looking for, the day you get your sperms three times, you get the wedding, you get the children, you show him that he's a houseboy. Oh, Bishop, no, why was I, leave my, I'm hungry, I'm going to my wife. And when I moved the car away, I had moved away from her life. Say, have I given you money before? But be very careful of the place you are sitting. If you lose it, something bad can happen to you. If your name is on a WhatsApp page among center leaders, if your name is on a WhatsApp page among regional heads, if your name is on a WhatsApp page among center leaders, fight for it. Because the day your name comes out of that page, it is coming out of a certain life. And I will do you the honor. I'll do it for you. Try me on first match. Just try me. Just try it. Try it. The last battle. What's the first battle you must fight? You must fight to obey. To what? To obey. Obey God. Number two, fight is what? Fight to spend time in the presence of God. Fight to spend time in the presence of God. Number three is what? Fight, fight to do what? Fight stagnation. Don't remain at the same place. He said, said, you have stayed here long enough. Move. Build bigger and bigger congregation. Whatever you are doing, don't operate at the same level. If you are a singer, add preaching to it. Never remain at the same level. Number three is what? Fight to establish them. Having members doesn't mean you have got established members. They are only there waiting for a wind to blow them. Number five is what? It's a fight. You fight at Gilgal. You fight at Bethel. You fight at Jericho. You fight at Jordan. Jordan is where you become a son to a father, not call somebody daddy. My father! My father! The horses and the chariots of Israel. When will you be a, a proper daughter? Calling somebody that doesn't mean you are a daughter. Say chimpanzee. Chimpanzee. Have you become a little chimpanzee? I love Jordan. It's a place of tenacity. I will never separate from you. 
I will never keep my eyes off you. Whatever I will do to remain in your life, I'll do it. If I must go and pay people to come to church, I'll borrow money and pay people. I'll, I, I'm determined not to separate from you. Many of you don't have the heart. But you watch it in this era. Kanasuda. Sundala ka kataba. Number five. Uh, number five is what? Fight. Five to be anointed. Number six is what? Fight for your place. Fight for this chair. If I say walk on your head to sit here, walk on your head. Please sit down. Relax. Isaac told Jacob, I want to eat venison. Did he bring it? If I say I want 200 members from you, mm. I want it. You don't bring it, you are out. I will, I, will, I will recreate another group around you. And you, you, you'll be there. But you, you, you are no more relevant. <laughs> I will force you to take God serious. The last battle you must fight is a fight to be an alos. Alos is a Greek word which means another of the same kind. Kadazuma and Dagragadaza. Another when you see say, this one of them, one of those mad guys, mm. those guys who don't understand anything apart from filling a bus. This one of them, yes. So far, I, I've not found one here. I've not found one. I've got members, I've got regional heads, I've got center leaders, but I'm yet to find an alus. But this year, I'll find them. It may not be you, but I'll find them. In the same book where this journey began, Mega Church, Bishop teaches us about the principles of church growth. And one of them is the principle of the multiplied senior pastor, not the principle of big men sitting in front. That what the senior pastor is, he has got many people who are like him. <laughs> I, I want to inform you that our prophet can rest that on the eastern part of Accra, there is another of his kind. Can I say that 
about your origin. You are a different, you are a heteros, another of a different kind. Now, 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 the reason why you must fight to be another of the same kind is that I need my efforts to be multiplied. I want to find guys who are wild like you. I need girls who are wild like me. Because Amos chapter 3 verse 3 says, Can any two people work together except they be agreed? Except they be the same? We cannot flow if I am like this. And you are just a nice person carrying a title. I can't relate with you. If you want I see you in my meeting, I'll get irritated. So the best is just, just stay outside. Be around. Just be around. It's nice that I can count somebody to, to add to 2042 to be 2043. Are you happy to be here? And not of the same kind. The reason why we are where we are is because there is no one ready to fight to be like me. If it was another pastor who was here, oh, you would qualify. You're, you are the same. But I can't find somebody who is wild. I said, how many centers were you giving? He said, I was giving 12. How many do you have now? I said something in my head. 39 centers? Yes! He pulled out his phone. That's the list. Enough of nice people, nice leaders, well noted, that we will rise, we shall fight, we are with you, and those type of rubbish. So, so. That's how we become big. <laughs> Remember, I told you at the beginning that this message is not about pastoring a church. Is how to have big things. The journey to a mega church. You fight to obey. You fight to wait on God. You fight for His presence. You fight to be anointed. You fight for what? You fight stagnation. Enough. Now, I will force you to read a book. I will force you to memorize a verse. That's when we will know that we have engaged ourselves at the right level of ministry. <laughs> John 20 verse 21. He said, Even as my father has sent me, even so send I you. When my pastor sent me here, what I came to do here, can I not also send you to do the same in that region? Ah, look at the, how I'm having meetings, looking at data, checking this, making Google Forms, doing the. I, I mean, can you not do what I do? You can't. So we cannot work together. 
Christians work together. I may be asking a dog to fly. As far as trying to make you a mega church pastor, I may be asking a dog to fly. Is it possible? Can a dog fly? It's a wasted effort. But I'll find those dogs who will fly. Even as my father has sent me, even so, as my father has sent me, even so, send I you. You mean you can't see the person with which we are building this church to also build the region? Somebody is looking at his pastor. The way he is building and growing, he has moved his center from 12, his region from 12 centers to 39. That's an loss. I was with Bishop recently at a wedding. And he saw this brother I was talking to. And he called the brother. Come, let's take a picture. Then he told me that this is one of my best pastors. I said, wow, can you transfer him to me? I'm sure you, you, you wanted to insult him, but there were people around. I said, come, let's take a picture. He's happy to see an Alos. Small boy, Alos. When I see you, I want to quarrel. When will I see you? So, Michael, let's take a picture. I'm, I'm happy that, like, I'm excited that I've seen a son. <laughs> Let's see a picture. When will it happen? That's why I'm happy we are not dying this week by the grace of God. Fight to be another of the same kind. The anointing line here is another of the anointing there. You two in your region, fight! You know how it begins that sentence? He stretched out his hand and said, Peace be unto you. John 20:21. Peace be unto you. As my father has sent me, even so send I you. Peace. No wonder they had peace. Those who go and are like the one who sent them, they, are, they have peace. Today, I want to end by asking you on this last day, don't just build. Don't just build. Don't just build. Fight. In Acts 4.13, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they said, those guys, these guys, we don't know who they are, but they have been with Jesus. Oh. Honey, when will somebody look at your ministry and say, you have been with me? Grieving. 
I'm grieving. David said, he said, he was talking about his enemies and the things they are doing to him. But he he said, but I'm in prayer. I'm in prayer. My parting shots is that if you only build, you will fail. Bishop Landy, if you only build, you will fail. Those who do well are those who build and fight. No, even our well, you don't live here. In Ghana, anybody who is building a house is fighting something. Yeah, because as you have been, somebody is coming for land. Say, the man who gave you the land, he has given me the same land. That's the endanger. <laughs> <laughs> Most people, the land their houses are on, they bought them twice. Oh, yes. So hardly will you find somebody who is building and is not fighting. But forget about that. I'm saying that in the church, don't just build. Don't just start centers. Don't just go and build the cathedral. Ask yourself, what are the things I must fight? And if you don't have a list, I'll give you seven. Can you stand to your feet? Lift up your hands to the Lord tonight. Lift up your hands tonight. Lift up your hands tonight. I want you to ask God to speak to you tonight. Just pray in tongues and ask the Spirit of God to speak to your heart. To speak to your spirit. To give you a revelation of the word that you have just heard. Just lift up your hands, everybody, and speak to the Lord. Pray tonight. Ask God to reveal to you. I believe that tonight this message means different things to different people. Santa Maya Makata Father, we thank you. We bless your name for your word. We bless your name for your servant. We bless your name for your gift in our midst. We ask for your help, Lord. We need your help. Help us. Help us. Without your help, we cannot make it. Help us, Lord. Help us tonight. 
help us, Lord. We ask for your help. Just lift up your hands and ask for God to help you. Help our obedience, Lord. Help our will. Help our strength. Tonight we thank you, Lord. We bless you in Jesus' name.